Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening to this the day that it goes up, (sighs) I feel like today is just the perfect day for another Saturn return update. We haven't had one of these in a little while. I originally told myself I didn't want to do another update until my Saturn return was over, which won't happen until March of next year. But I also feel like I didn't really have anything to update until now. So I'm also excited because oftentimes these podcasts are recorded so in advance that things aren't as current when you get to hear them. But this one's actually being recorded within the same month. So I feel like this news is actually quite current. So for anybody who is just coming into the podcast or you don't want to go back and listen to other episodes... I just want to briefly explain what a Saturn return is, why this is important, and why I've updated so many times. Well, I don't need to tell you why I've updated y'all so many times, but um, many of y'all literally, whenever I ask for podcast topics, you will write in more Saturn return updates. I get this all the time. It's something that I feel like I'm known for at this point, but especially any of you that are going into or have Saturn natally in the sign of Pisces, this is information that you're going to want to hear. Or I would even say Aries as well, because that's within the next like six years. Uh, You will be going into your Saturn return, technically a little bit less than six years. It's going to be like three-ish plus years. Uh, People that have Saturn and Aries will be getting theirs as well. Uh, Saturn and Pisces is next. But Uh, Basically, Saturn, when you are the day you were born, the day, the time, the place, uh, it's wherever Saturn was in the sky at that time for you. And it takes Saturn roughly like two and a half, three years to move into a new sign. And it has to go through all 12 signs of the zodiac before coming back to where it would be for you natally. So for me, the day, the time, the place that I was born, uh, Saturn was in Aquarius when I was born. And now, 30 years later, it's back in Aquarius. And so I am going through what is called my Saturn return because Saturn has returned to the sign that it was in when I was born. And you go through a lot of different points on the Saturn return as well. It's not just like, oh, you wait 30 years and here you go. Good fucking luck. It's you actually do hit Saturn square, Saturn opposition and Saturn square every seven years. Saturn actually goes to a different position in one of those. So you start when you're born with Saturn right where it was when you were born. You go into your first Saturn square seven years later around age seven. Uh, Then you go into Saturn opposition, which is where Saturn is sitting completely across from you. So like if you look at like the wheel of your birth chart uh, and any of you that know astrology, y'all already know what I'm trying to say. I'm really just giving an explanation for those of you that are not super familiar with astrology because this can kind of help you a little bit to understand your own. But Basically, it would sit directly across. So where my Saturn is in Aquarius, the sign that sits directly across on the wheel from me is Leo. So when Saturn hit Leo, I would be going through my Saturn opposition uh, 14 years-ish after birth. And then around age 21, I would go through my second Saturn square, which is where basically Saturn is making a 90 degree angle to my natal position, which is in Aquarius. So every seven years, you're going through some shit with Saturn. It's not just like, oh, at 30, here you go. The thing is, when Saturn actually returns, and this will happen multiple times throughout your life, uh, especially if you live beyond, you know, age 28 to 30. um, The second one happens in your late 50s. The third one happens, I believe, sometime in like your 80s. So you can live at this point, at this point in time, 
you can live to have up to three Saturn returns. Uh, I like to think that I'm not going to die until I'm 220. Uh, I'm not from this planet. <laughs> That's a joke. I don't actually like, maybe I'm really not from this planet. And there's a reason that I think that way. But um, you know, I'm open to all the possibilities, but I always joke that I'm going to live to be 220. So I'm going to see like so many Saturn returns before I die. But, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm chaotically like a 400 year old witch. It's fine. But basically the Saturn return, the reason it's so impactful and important is the representation of Saturn or what Saturn, if we like personify Saturn is, Basically, I always like to say that it's kind of like mean, stern dad in the Zodiac, where he loves you, he supports you, he wants what's best for you. But ultimately, if you're not learning, if you're really off course in your life, Saturn is going to yank you back. And I have, I know this to be true, both for good and for things that seem a little less positive. In my own life, I have seen it. Y'all have been here for many Saturn return updates. It has been rough since Saturn has moved into the sign of Aquarius. Uh, for me, I have had literally the worst, like probably almost two years of my life, truly. And I don't get me wrong, like, I'm not trying to say that I haven't been through experiences prior to this that weren't terrible. Everybody does. It's life. But when I tell you that this shit has literally been the hardest stuff I've ever been through, I'm not, I don't say that lightly. Like, I, we'll get into it. But, like, even reflecting on the earlier parts of my days of my Saturn return, I have, like, some things that I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, which, like I said, we'll get into in a second. But, Basically, Saturn kind of comes back over you to be like, hey, what are you doing? And it's really, to me, the Saturn return, not to say that you're not an adult at, you know, if you had a parent personify you or parentify you rather, uh, you could be an adult as early as like 10 years old, you know, when parents personify and implement that Um very traumatic based way of living, you could have felt like you grew up into an adult really early. It's not necessarily about ageism. But I will say I do feel just studying multiple charts, I am the youngest of seven children in my family. And I have studied every single one of my siblings charts, my parents charts who have gone through two Saturn returns each. Uh, you know, I've, I've looked over this stuff, I experienced a lot of uh, life with these people as well. Uh, actually, every single one of my siblings, I technically was already born by the time they were going to go through Saturn return. So I've actually witnessed a number of these in my life. And they have been kind of diabolical for every single person. So I kind of knew going in that it was going to be an interesting experience. And again, if you don't know anything about the Saturn return or what you can expect, I feel like the blanket statements that a lot of astrologers will say is like, oh, this can bring a move, this can bring children, this can bring a change in career, going back to school. Um, you know, it can bring a lot of those kinds of like long term goal long-term future type things into your life at the point of the Saturn return. And that typically is the case. Some people get married at that point by their first home. Um, it, it's, it is very much that, but I also feel like it can be, it can blindside you the way that it blindsided me. You can think that you are the most prepared individual on the planet and Saturn really will come up in here and be like, Haha, bitch, you thought. Uh, and even just to give you like a little bit more of an understanding when I talk about like my siblings charts, even like friends charts that are going through this at the same time as me, it has been crazy. Like I have a friend that literally left her entire academic career up into that point to change over into something else. Um, and was like totally on the path to becoming one thing that she'd worked like her entire life for and changed it over. Uh, some of my siblings, I had people in my family go through divorce, go through loss of career, go through complete changes of career, go through... Um, I've had siblings go to jail. Um, not that I think you're going to go to jail. I just feel like that can be something that is like a really harsh lesson of Saturn. 
Um, I've had, I think, a couple of siblings actually go to jail during their Saturn returns. I've had, um, what else, what else, what else? Jail time, loss of job, loss of long-term romantic partnerships, um, big moves, people like moving really far just like across the country or to new locations. But I also don't want you to get this impression as we're recapping a little bit that Saturn isn't something that actually is here to bless you. Because ultimately, the purpose of this transit to help you is to help you. So you're not meant to just be like struggling and suffering. And even if you are struggling and suffering for a little bit, usually there is great reward at the end of that. And um, even people in like my old internet circle that I witnessed go through theirs, like people that don't even believe in astrology. I literally watched uh, one of my like ex friends go through losing their faith, losing their job, moving back home. And then like all they really wanted was to like get married and start a family and start their own business. And by the end of that three year Saturn return period, that's what they ended up doing. So it took like three years to go through that process. But that's what I mean. Like it really comes in to get you on the path that you're meant to be on. And I do think if I could give any advice to anybody is expect the unexpected. You're never going to be prepared. Like I used to think, oh yeah, you're doing your work. You're feeling good. Like in the beginning of my Saturn return, I was like, I feel like you can prepare if you're, you know, working on yourself. No, now that I have been through what, now that I have seen some shit, um, I don't think you will ever be prepared for your Saturn return. I think the only thing that you can do is be prepared to have to surrender. Be prepared. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Paired to have to be like, you know what, spirit? Okay, let's keep going. Like, that's about the only thing you can prepare for is that you're going to come to a point where you're probably going to have to surrender in a big way. Um, and for each individual, it's going to be different. You know, there's, it's going to be different across the board. No two people uh, to me have the exact same experience because we don't live the same lives. But the first thing I wanted to talk about in this update is I was, I was reflecting on like the first chunk of my Saturn return was extremely blessed. Like I, uh, it was extremely, extremely blessed. I made more money than I'd ever seen in my entire career. I moved myself and my family across state lines to Washington State, which was a long-term dream of mine. I've wanted to live in Washington since I read Twilight in my sophomore year of high school. Like, I wanted to move here for all of my teenage and adult life. And... I feel like that was something I didn't think I was ever going to be able to do. And the minute I had the financial security and stability to do it, I leapt and I, I like we took the leap and left. Um, I do think that that was an entire rude awakening experience in and of its own. But something that I did not expect, and there's no amount of preparedness I think I could have ever done to be okay with it, is going through that mental health crisis that I went through over the last year. I, I do think that that is very much part of my Saturn return. Um, I think it was something that looking back on it now, when it was as hard as it was in the beginning, truly, I think I should have institutionalized myself. Like, I don't feel that way now. Like, meaning I don't feel like I need to be institutionalized now. I don't deal with... I don't feel like I'm so out of my body all the time up on this high, high, high. Like, I literally felt like I had, I didn't have a psychotic break, but I felt like it was on that thread. It was on the thread of a psychotic break. And though I didn't, you know, hallucinate or do anything that was super dangerous, um, and please 
please know that I don't know everything about psychotic breaks. I don't like, I might be extremely uneducated when I'm speaking about this. I am not an expert. Um, just from what I know from people that I know, having been in close proximity with somebody that has experienced that. And also, I say what we see in movies, but I always think movies kind of depict stuff as bullshit. Um, I feel like, though I didn't necessarily feel like I was a danger to anybody else, I actually felt mentally insane. Like, there is no other way to explain that. And looking at it now, I actually feel like I maybe should have admitted myself. And like, I, I don't even know how to explain that level of anxiety and panic because I've never felt it at any other point in my life. And now I feel like I have much better coping mechanisms. I'm doing a lot better. I'm feeling a lot better. I'm not like, there's definitely still some residual ick that I deal with sleeping is still kind of hard for me since that initial experience. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I really don't want to go over it again because it's just like, there have been so many episodes where we've talked about this and I even made a whole video going over it on my YouTube channel. So I don't necessarily want to go over that again, but I do think that that was very Saturn return in nature. And I haven't quite figured out what the purpose of that was like, I see where mentally I'm significantly more capable. I see where I have healthier coping mechanisms. I see where even to some degree it's only happening now, like within the last like two months, I see where I'm starting to take better care of myself, but legitimately not just like say I am or make all these plans to take care of myself and do nothing about it. I see where I'm actually making real progress with my own mental health and taking it into my own hands. So I do feel like to some degree, maybe that had to happen so I could be more mentally strong. I, I also hesitate to take full responsibility because I think that it's all very paradoxical in nature anyways. On one end of the spectrum, I could take full responsibility for everything I went through. And that could feel very empowering if I allow it to be. But on the flip side of that, I also think that that kind of mentality can be very toxic because we start to blame ourselves for everything that's wrong, even if it wasn't our fault. And that especially can get very toxic when we talk about like other people and systemic or oppression or something that like keeps people from getting the care that they would actually need for those instances. So I do feel like on one hand, it can be really empowering for me to be like, Oh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a positive that comes out of it and take responsibility for it. But on the other hand, did I fucking deserve that? Did I like even going to the therapist that I saw who was a really wonderful person? knowing what I know now was probably not the best fit for me, and what I needed. And I think about how like, I don't know, this just leads me down a whole thought spiral of how like, the way we care for humans is just so wrong. And I don't really know why we're still doing it this way. And it's frustrating. Um, that's a whole other tangent. I don't even want to go on that right now, because I could sit and be mad about that for the rest of the episode. And I just don't want to go there. But that kind of does lead me into my second point, though, is I have news, I have an update. If you follow me on Instagram, you already know. But podcast doesn't know YouTube channel doesn't know. So if you uh, technically, I guess if you're on my Patreon, you also know, but I haven't, I don't think I've talked about it on my YouTube channel, at least at the time that this is being recorded, but, uh, your girl enrolled in school again. So <laughs> that is one of the most Saturn return things I have done so far besides move moving was a huge thing but I enrolled in school and I actually like have been going to school and I've talked about this before how around like age 28 I was really into like psychology I started to learn a lot in that area I did pick up some courses on that and I want I didn't want to be a psychologist but I was obsessed with learning about mental health and psychology and if I ever did go down that route, like I would have wanted to be a child psychologist because that's where I feel like a lot of our problems really come in is when our child mind actually gets built. We end up these adults with these crippling mental health problems because we didn't, you know, have the right care, the right nurture, the right um, 
parents to help us cope with traumatic experiences, etc. I think like if I was ever going to be a help to society psychologically, that was really where I thought maybe I could help expand. And ultimately, I learned very quickly that I really didn't. And I've always kind of been this way for literally all of my life. School has never been for me, meaning your girl struggles with ADHD. <laughs> I was not diagnosed until I was an adult. And um, I actually got diagnosed, I think, in like 2017 with ADHD, which was like even before the rise of TikTok and ADHD and how everybody is realizing that like a lot of us have it. Um, but with ADHD, I, I just feel like not to say that people with ADHD can't go to school. I know plenty of people who have and I mean, my best friend in the whole world literally graduated with a master's that has ADHD. Like it's, I'm not saying they should not go to school. I'm saying that I think school is not designed with people that have ADHD in mind. It's designed for a specific type of person. And not to say that I couldn't go and do what I needed to do or be capable enough. But genuinely, if something is uninteresting to me, I cannot make myself learn. And my idea of school is I just want to learn the trade. I just want to learn the thing that I'm here to learn. I don't care to learn fucking trigonometry. What is trigonometry going to help me with this degree? I don't care to learn about Hemingway. Why is Hemingway going to help me? Like maybe Hemingway. Cause isn't he like a philosopher or something? You know, it depends on what you're going into, obviously, what is going to be helpful. But my point is, is I think that for me, I really have never been attracted to the idea that I would have to go and learn things beyond the trade that I wanted to know about. And I've kind of always known that I would be a trade school bitch. Like even when I went to school originally back in 2010, I was in college Technically, I went as an English major and then realized that, that I didn't want to learn all this other shit. And I went back in for culinary school because I just wanted to learn a trade. And that was a whole other thing. We don't know. I don't even, I don't even want to talk about my days of culinary school. Uh, short lived, very short lived. But my point is, is I, I've kind of always known that I would be more of a trade school type of person. I've never been invested in learning beyond that. And I probably, even in 2010, y'all, in 2010, I had a YouTube channel called Chloe Kitten. I don't talk about this very often because it was a channel that was definitely built on like body shame and my own body shame, not like pushing shame towards other people. My own internalized body shame, um, really unhealthy eating habits. I didn't know very much about health at that point in time, but health has always been something that has fascinated me. Even when I took it in school, like in high school, we had to take it. I got straight A's in health. I loved health. I loved learning about it. Um, in college, I also took college level health, got an A, like it was something that always kept my attention. And the only reason I hadn't gone to school for like being a dietitian or a nutritionist before this time is I always thought that schooling would be really expensive. And I hate that word, you know, us out here manifesting the, the luxurious life we all deserve. I don't even like to use the word expensive, but I also think it's unrealistic to force yourself to think a new way when you're just not quite there yet mentally. Um, it takes time to like work on those limiting beliefs. And clearly, clearly this is an area that I have not, uh, I have not worked very hard on <laughs> and I have not, um, I don't even want to like be down on myself in that way, but it's just an area that I still struggle with is like the cost of, school. I've always thought it was outrageous and I don't feel like I'm abundant enough to afford it. And I want to say the first time I looked at getting a degree or any kind of like certificate in nutrition, it was going to be like $8,000. And that was just kind of crazy to me. On top of that, it was like medical grade, if that makes sense. And that's another thing is 
I believe, and I'm, I'm telling you all of this for a purpose. <laughs> I believe in a whole body approach to wellness. I don't believe in just like, oh, here's, you know, you want to lose weight. Here's this one size fits all program. Cough, cough, the 1200 calorie diet. Cough, cough. That is definitely a one size fits all that nutritionists are spitting out all the time that it can work for some people, I'm sure. Um, most people that is not going to work. And I'm also somebody that has struggled through diet culture for many, 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 many years. And along the way, I've learned a lot of things about health and nutrition. I even was vegan for four years. Like I've kind of done a lot of digging in that realm. And I'm always learning about new fads, new trends, new, it's just an area that's always fascinated me my entire adult life for sure. And it was really just money that was keeping me away from it. And I had a conversation with my friend, uh, not even a week ago. And I was like, you know, I've always kind of felt like I just can't afford to go to school for this thing. And it's something that really interests me. And I don't even necessarily want to be a nutritionist. I just want to feel like I can help myself. I want to feel like I learn at the deepest level of understanding because, you know, Sagittarius rising, we want to philosophize everything. I want to understand at the deepest level of learning how this shit works. Like I want to understand the cells in my body. I want to under, I, I want to take this down to like a biological level of why things work the way that they do. And I just don't really know where to get this information without having to just read a textbook. And my friend pointed out to me, she was like, Chloe, have you looked at any other schooling options? Like, I know you always look at, I think it's called like the institution of integrative health and nutrition or something, or there's one that's like really popular that most people will go to. And it is, it's about $8,000 for the course or for the certificate, whatever it is. And I was like, you know, I'm sure somebody teaches this. I'm sure I can find online somebody who's made a course or maybe I can look into different degrees. And literally one search was all it took. And I found an accredited online program and get this. Remember how I started to tell you? I was like, oh, like, I really don't want to go into the way that like the medical field teaches nutrition, because the medical field to me, though, I think Western medicine is important, it is valuable. I am not a crunchy mom, like, I feel like I'm like half crunchy, if you know what I'm saying. Um, which if you've never heard that term, just spend literally 15 minutes on TikTok, and you'll hear it, I swear. Um, I'm not a crunchy mom. I don't like, I'm not like all into organics and holistics. And, you know, I still, I still like to eat my store-bought hash browns. I still, um, I still burn Bath and Body Works candles. Like I am not perfect. I'm not trying to say that I am like a beacon of holistic health. I believe in Western medicine. I believe in the vaccine. I, you know, I definitely feel like there is a balance that I'm not seeing reflected at me on this planet. And that bothers me that you either have people on one end of the spectrum that it's all holistic, it's all taking charge of this, this, this and this, or you have people that are only invested in science or Western medicine. And that makes me crazy. I feel like I think we talked about this in a past episode of the podcast where I was like, where are all of my middle of the line people? Where are all of the people that believe in both? Because I don't see it reflected at me very often. And don't get me wrong. I do think I have a lot of friends that are a little bit more like that, but I still find that most often, even my friendship groups tend to lean one way or the other. And I don't find a lot of people that are real middle of the line there. And I've realized that like, if you don't see something being done in today's world, it means that you're supposed to be the one who creates it. Like that is advice that I don't remember where I read that. There was a quote that like, it might've been Rebecca Campbell. I'm not actually sure, but the quote was something about that. Like if you're not seeing it in the world, maybe it's time that you create it. And 
I don't know what I'm going to do with this certificate, but basically I've enrolled in school to become a, and wait, wait, what is my official title? Let me, let me pull it up. I have an official title that, and it's kind of long. It's a mouthful. I will be a certified autoimmune holistic nutrition specialist. And the thing is, I, I decided to go with a, an emphasis on autoimmune because we're finding more and more that polycystic ovarian syndrome, which literally almost all of my girlfriends have polycystic ovarian syndrome, um, which is crazy because I remember when I got diagnosed many, many years ago as like a teenager, nobody even really knew what that was. And now I feel like so many of us have it. And makes me very sad because it's something that currently I don't think there's enough research being put into it. And I also feel like there's a lot to be said about how, I mean, we could look at this from a million different angles. Don't get me started on how the food in America is terrible. And so it is one part nutrition where a lot of us don't take care of our bodies because we don't have the time. We don't have resource. We don't have access. There's actually so many reasons. And I'm learning that in my schooling right now, why people don't have the proper nutrition for themselves to help themselves, um, whether it is lack of access, lack of resource, um, oppression, or just like lack of education, um, and I want to say there's only like 11 foods that are banned in the United States, which which in other countries, there's way more. And I think that's because America doesn't actually care about us. They keep us sick on purpose. I That might be a little bit on the conspiracy side of things, a little too far to one side, but I actually do think they keep us sick on purpose. Um, and I think food often can be medicine if we allow it to be. Now, do I think it's the only answer? No. Do I think that medical intervention is important? Yes. Um, secondary thing with the autoimmune. So not only do I struggle with this kind of stuff, but I'm seeing it more and more and more. So to me, it's also not as niche as I think a lot of people make it out to be. Autoimmune is actually very on the rise. We see it more now in today's society than we ever have before. Um, and it's not just polycystic ovarian syndrome. There are tons of other autoimmune conditions or diseases that, again, it's just, if you look at like a graph of statistics, it is highly on the rise, like on an increase, on an incline. And so I don't think that this is going to be a topic that's going to be niche for very much longer. I think it's something that it's already very, very, very like so many people struggle. Um, well, why was I bringing all of this up? <laughs> I don't know why. I, oh, I think I was just talking about like why the specialization, like why not just a holistic nutritionist, which I also could have gone for. Uh, I decided to go with a specialization because mainly I want to help myself and anybody that wants information that's close to me because I can actually think of one, two, three. I think almost every single one of my friends has gone to a nutritionist, almost all of them um, that have access have gone to a nutritionist. And the information that gets relayed to me from these bogus ass nutritionists is some shit. Like, it is shit that I learned in a high school health class. It is an outdated model that isn't tailored to these beautiful, amazing women that just want answers for why their body is so inflamed. And that shit frustrates me. It frustrates me that stuff that... I learned as a teenager that literally gave me eating disorders. Um, they're still giving out. And I also recently found out that in a ridiculous amount of states in America, I don't remember the exact number, but most states, my state, even in Washington is one of them. You don't even have to have a license to call yourself a nutritionist. And I also learned in a college nutrition class that doctors, like Western medicine doctors, only had to, and now granted, this was back in 2010, so it's maybe changed since then. This could be very outdated information. But I remember this blew my mind so much 
that this has always stuck with me for the last like 12 years. I've remembered this because it blew my mind. Um, but doctors literally, at least for the state of California, only had to go to four hours, four hours of like a course to learn about nutrition. You think about how different everybody's body is and our world's greatest minds next to like NASA people for hours to learn how to give you nutrition advice. Doesn't that just make you fucking mad? Like, I remember being mad when I learned that and being like, what? This is ridiculous. Literally, it has stuck with me for over a decade because it made me so angry. And like I said, health is something that I've always been interested in. I couldn't even tell you how many books I have probably read on health and nutrition just in my own downtime because it's interesting to me. Um, and <laughs> the reason I'm also bringing this all up is number one, going back to school, very Saturn return. That is such Saturn return energy and my midheaven. Your brain needs support and new Ollie brainy chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine and caffeine brainy chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Or my 10th house. Well, I shouldn't say or. It's my midheaven and. Because some people have their midheaven and their 10th house in two different places. But most people, it's going to be in the same. Uh, it's in Virgo. What does Virgo represent in, in astrology? health and wellness. And so the 10th house, that's your career. That's your long-term vision, your long-term goals. The midheaven is where, where we meet the world and what the world expects of us. I just got the chills. I like full body chills. So like, this is actually extremely in alignment with me. And I don't, I don't know, like y'all, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Like I have no plans. And I think I'm just really trying to trust my intuition right now. I have no plans on what I'm going to do with this certificate. The one thing I will tell you is this is not the end. And I feel like I can say that without a shadow of a doubt. I'm going through this first certification. This will not be the only certification I get because this one is a special like I wanted to get the specialist information and I've told you why, but there are at least four different courses that I want to go through. Um, I'm actually going to, I'll tell you what some of the other ones are if you're curious, because this shit was so interesting to me. Okay. So they have the autoimmune one, which is the one that I'm doing. They have, um, plant-based nutrition specialist, I would be highly interested in that. I'm not vegan anymore, but I do think that a plant-based diet or at least a whole foods predominantly plant-based diet really is the way to optimal health if your body can do it. Because some people like they eat a vegetable and it just makes them like shit their brains out. So I don't think it's for everyone. Now, if you'd asked me that four years ago, I would have disagreed. I don't necessarily think plant-based nutrition is for every single person. But I do think that it is like if your body is in like optimal health, I do think that like adding more plant-based things to your diet is beneficial. Um, so plant-based nutrition specialist, I would see myself doing that. Um, holistic nutritionist certificate and the nutrition. Actually, I don't see myself doing the master level because I don't necessarily want to be a consultant. Um, maybe we'll see where this takes me. I could see myself doing like the master level of consulting as well. But at this point in time, I don't plan to like go and be a nutritionist for people. I don't really know where this is going to take me. Um, so wait, wait, let me, so plant-based nutrition certificate. I could see that the holistic nutritionist, uh, certification. I would like to just do that. Just the base level. And then they also offer one for weight management and I would also like to take that just to like see what, like, 
I really want to know like the science behind why our bodies do what they do. And that's ultimately why I have chosen to go back to school is I don't just want somebody to give me a book on a diet and tell me this is the diet that's going to answer all of your problems. No, I want to know why our bodies do what they do. I want to know why the cells fucking divide. I want to know how fiber goes into your body and how it comes out and why it works that way. Like, I'm really hoping that I'm going to learn some of these things with this. Um, and it's also just like, I feel like that's where that's where you know that you've struck gold in your life is if you can find something that you're passionate about, like that you love to learn about that for me, nutrition is never going to stop. We're never going to just stop eating as a species. I don't believe so. This is never going to stop. People are always going to need somebody to counsel them in this way. Um, even if I don't become somebody that actually like counsels people, I could see myself just like having a holistic YouTube channel and like going that direction instead of becoming somebody that works one-on-one -on -one with people. I've never really been into one-on-one -on -one unless it's like, I'll do tarot card readings, of course, but for the most part, I've never really been somebody that's been super invested in like one-on-one -on -one counseling of any kind for myself because it's just not my vibe. I'm definitely one that is like here for humanity and I prefer to do things in a group setting. Even if I was to be in person leading groups, I prefer it that way. Um, this is why I don't offer very many private readings because it's really not the way I prefer to do things. It's something that I like doing and I know the community loves it and appreciates it, but it's not something like even with podcasting, I love podcasting because it's something that it's not an individual thing. I don't make a podcast and one person hears it. Um, I think that's also very Saturn and Aquarius because Aquarius is the humanitarian. They definitely are more about groups versus the individual. Um, but in any case, I feel like I'm getting super sidetracked from what I was saying. That's typical in Gemini moon fashion. Chloe sidetracked? <laughs> Never. Um, but basically, I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know where this certificate is going to take me. I do think that it is a luxury to be able to go to school for luxury or like not luxury for just like learning and I do feel like I'm very privileged to be able to do that, but that's definitely where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to learn so that I can help myself and maybe the people that are closest to me if they ask for information. Definitely not my job to fucking steamroll bitches with the info that I find out. But even with what I've learned so far, it makes me so upsetty spaghetti <laughs> that, like I said, I have so many friends that have seen nutritionists and I'm not that person that's like gonna steamroll my friend and be like, Oh my God, that was ridiculous information. Like they're just trying to listen to the advice of a person that they saw that is a professional. Like nobody likes the person that's like, don't do that to your body. Blah, 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 blah. Like, Honestly, I think it's way more valuable to just sit back, let your friend or person in your life do what they're going to do. And then if they ask for help or assistance, give them the guidance. That's on being a sage, y'all. That is the energy of the sage. If you are somebody that feels like you have sage-like wisdom, that is how you know you are a sage is when you're not just fucking spouting off trying to like steamroll people with your opinions. You wait for them to ask. And it can be difficult because sometimes you have to watch people struggle with their own shit before being like, yo, this is not it <laughs> before they ask you. But ultimately, we didn't come here to save other people. We came here to, in my opinion, we came here to learn more about ourselves. And sometimes that does involve other people. I would say it often involves other people. But ultimately, we didn't come here to save everybody else. That's not like, and it doesn't mean we can't help people along the way, but I just think it's so much more valuable when somebody asks your opinion or asks instead of just giving. And don't get me wrong, I am not perfect at this, especially when it comes to things that are like 
I don't know. I feel like even when we get into like politics, religion, it can be really hard to let people say what they want or have certain opinions. And granted, when some of those opinions are causing real damage to people like, you know, oppression, BIPOC communities, LGBTQIA. Oh my gosh, I just read this yesterday. Apparently it's LGBTQIA. 2s plus i think i don't know what the 2s plus or the 2s stands for but i'm pretty sure that now that is what the like official thing is um that's like the newest i need to find that out because i hate not knowing (laughs) but you know when we actually start to oppress groups or marginalized individuals That's when I feel like we need to start spouting off our opinions and be like, yo, absolutely not. This is not okay. But I think when it comes to people actually taking care of their health, their wellness, um, as long as they're not actually hurting themselves or doing something really dangerous, I think ultimately that's up to the individual. And that's really what I'm getting at is ultimately with this, I just want to be able to help myself first and anybody that comes to me with like wanting to know more, I hope that I'm able to help them. And if that just means like helping my community lead a more holistic based life, then that's really ultimately the goal. So most Saturn return thing that I've done probably in the last several months, I didn't really have an update for y'all. So I hadn't made one. But I feel like this is definitely right on par with Saturn. And This is like going back to school, very much a Saturn thing. And before my Saturn return is done, it won't be done until March 8th of next year. And I'm telling you, I'm throwing a party that day. Um, I will actually be done with this certification program before then. Uh, They give you six months to finish. At the rate I'm currently going, I will be done before that six months. So Um, And I still, like I said, may go back and try to get other certifications in the same, like from the same school, but um, it's all like online and self-paced. So I've been literally going to school almost every single day because the information is just so fucking fascinating to me. And I'm a school girl. I don't know if y'all knew that about me, but I don't know if it's because I have Leo in the ninth house, but I was actually thinking about this yesterday, side story. And this is something that y'all might want to look at with your own charts if you know astrology a little bit. I don't know if it's because I have, technically I have Jupiter and Leo in the eighth, but if we're going by like the whole sign house system, uh, which I do when I do like lunar magic and stuff, if we're going by the whole sign house system, I have Leo in my ninth house. So during Leo season, I'm going through my ninth house transit. The ninth house is the philosopher. It's the house of Sagittarius. And what I think is so interesting about this is school would always start during Leo season for me as a kid and into college. School always started in Leo season. So even now I'm back in school. I enrolled during Leo season. And this is a time period where I'm thirsty for knowledge because during a Sagittarius transit for an individual, that's when you're going to be the most thirsty for knowledge is during that time. So I would start school really strong. And then I would go into my 10th house after that, the following month in September. And that's like long-term goals, long-term vision. So again, I'd be like really consistent with school. And then moving into November, the 11th house, and then into the 12th house in December, or um, no, October 11th house, November um, is that right? September, October. Yeah. No. Yeah. September, October, I'd be in my 11th house. November, I'd be moving into my 12th house. And then December, I'd be back into my first house again. But basically, like, as the year would decline, I would get less and less interested in school. And I think that also is because I'd be moving into my 12th house in November. And the 12th house is like, you want to hermit up, you don't want to see nobody, you don't want to do anything, you want to like be off in your own world. So imagine a school that's based around your rising sign. How 
fascinating would that be to like have a school based on astrological placements so that you could optimize your own schedule. Like I would get to go, I would be on the track with all the other Sagittarius risings and they would have us like resting during the 12th house season. Wouldn't that be so cool? We should write up some, I'm going to, don't be stealing my ideas, y'all. I'm going to write a book about this shit. (laughs) I feel like that would be such a fascinating way to experience school, but Um, I just think it's really interesting that I would enroll in school at this time period because I thought about it. I was like, huh, what transit is happening for me right now? Why am I so thirsty for knowledge right now? And of course, it's because I'm literally in my knowledge seeking transit. And next month, I should have kind of in succession, I'll be going through a career transit where my long term goals, long term vision are highlighted. So just really interesting stuff. Knowing your birth chart, y'all. I always recommend the stuff that I'm talking about, if it sounds like I'm just like speaking Greek to you. um, Definitely read Moonology by Yasmin Boland. That is the book that Moon magic works really well for me because I have a cancer stellium in my chart. So working with the moon is like one of the best things I can do for myself. Um, Working with the moon, if you're interested in that, I always recommend that book because it if you read it and actually like take it upon yourself to learn it, you will be able to track your chart the way that I'm talking about it. Something that I honestly would love to like develop my own course off of because I think it could help a lot of people. In any case, uh, I hope that this episode reaches your ears well. I hope that this is, you know, I hope this also like gives you the courage to know that at any point in your life, you can change your mind. Like, yes, I have a flourishing spiritual like tarot niche on the internet. And I'm doing something that is totally different. But I feel like it's okay if down the line, I change my mind, and I want to create something totally different in the realm of health. Like, I think that that is totally acceptable. And I honestly feel like expect to hear more podcasts about this. Like as I learn, if you think I'm not going to be sharing some holistic shit, like if you, if you are anybody that needs that kind of information, highly suggest that you continue to come back to the podcast. Cause I'm sure I'm going to talk more about it, but in any case, I hope y'all are having a fantastic day wherever you are in the world. Um, please, please, please do not forget to check out the description where I have my Patreon, my YouTube channel, my Twitch channel, because I've been doing a little bit of live streaming lately. It's got all the good stuff. So definitely check it out if you want more of me around the web. And uh, yeah, I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. And I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.